What's up? It's 10.36 on, what's the date? Friday, August 16th. That's 10.36 p.m. I'm in my studio, Studio 1200, recording this uh, uh, submission for today's podcast. It's going to be all about um, a full review of the two seasons of Star Trek Discovery. Before we get to that real quick, just to give you a update on how much I made this week, or just today, for driving, did pretty good, made close to 200 bones, so not bad. I basically worked from 10 to 10. Again, another 12-hour thing, so not so bad. But okay, let's get into this full review, review, critique, review of Star Trek Discovery, first two seasons what I thought about it. So I watched, obviously watched all the episodes. I didn't watch any of the shorts or whatever. They had a couple of short episodes. I haven't watched them yet. I might watch them. I'm not sure. Overall, um, let's give just the overall vibe. It was pretty good, not great. Um, it's pretty good, not great. A couple things that stand out for me. I felt like it wasn't really well like the the arc between all the episodes kind of felt like the arc between the episodes and the story of Star Trek in general like making this did this story really fit within the the world of Star Trek and it kind of did and it kind of didn't at times for me wasn't perfect Um, the tone of the show kind of fluctuated a lot it started off really like start like you know how they they say Star Trek is a symphony and Star Wars is rock and roll. Well, they started off with that. They were trying to felt like they were trying to go for the symphony part. They really wanted the symphony part. They wanted the drama. They wanted that kind of like symphon that that symphony part of Star Trek. And it really the first few episodes, like I said already, were pretty bad. They were like agonizingly just like the pacing. The dialogue and how it was presented was like, ah, oh, this is frustratingly. So, but I made it through the first two episodes, and um, and then it started to pick up. Like it started to feel like they started to get their footing a little bit. They started to understand maybe a little more of the tone of the show and how to pace it a little bit better. And the first season was um, decent. It was okay. What was the main thing? The main thing in the first season was the the whole story with the Klingon war and then them going you know, to the alternate universe, and then, yeah, coming back and discovering that that captain, uh, forget his name, was actually from the alternate universe, um, and he was trying to get back there the whole time, so it was kind of weird, but, but interesting, and yeah, it was just kind of, it's kind of weird, I have a problem with the alternate universe, because as I said already, I don't think, it wouldn't have been a direct parallel. Like, it just wouldn't have been. It would have been... They would never have made the Starship Discovery if that's what that universe was all about. If the universe that they went into where humans were just tyrannical and, like, trying to take over everything, they wouldn't have made the Star... It just, like... And the personalities of the people, it would have been different. So it's it's really hard for me to believe that there would have been a parallel. If, like, they made it similar more it was similar with nuanced difference but they made it like completely different like humans were the evil humans were 
like the Klingons essentially of the universe and the Klingons were the human it was like they switched places it was just just didn't work I don't think it worked that strong so it was like trying to make me believe that that's what was happening in this universe was not strong enough to make me really believe it I just really didn't believe it so but uh, it was entertaining the show was entertaining enough to keep me watching it so that's that's what was going on there with the first season and then when they ended the first season they ended up bringing the uh what captain Jordano or whatever the age um um who's the actress uh michelle yao's character is that who it is anyway i should pull it up on my computer while i'm talking about it but um i'll do that real quick star trek trek Discovery cast that works. So, uh, yeah, Michelle Yao. So, yeah, she was her character arc was really weird and bringing her in. And, anyways, um, talk more about her in a minute. Um, and then season two happened and they introduced Captain Pike from the original Star Trek series. Um, you know, he was the captain that. And you know, Captain the Enterprise before Captain Kirk, and um, you know, he was part of the original series. And um, you know, I really, really, really liked Captain Pike, like, I thought he was uh, just excellent, excellent um, casting. I liked the way he presented, I just really enjoyed his, you know, how they did him. And the first couple episodes of the new season, the second season totally felt much different than the first season but they were more like quippy more like kind of more what I kind of expect from Star Trek now a days um it just had a little more it just it just felt totally different but by the end of the second season when they got they were doing the Red Angel stuff and getting in toward the season finale kind of the two-part season finale at the end it really felt like they slid back into that symphonic Star Trek, that kind of really labored, um, really labored kind of, uh, you know, dialogue and like trying to be overly dramatic. And so I didn't really, it didn't really leave me feeling great. And then the way they wrapped it up, like, okay, so you're thinking this whole time, like, how are they going to wrap this up? Because it's supposed to lead, basically lead into Star Trek Discovery, the show happens before the original series and Spock's in it. So Spock, you know, they had to transform Spock's character to make it make sense to where he, he is in the original series. Um, and, and they just kind of, the way they wrapped it all up was kind of a, kind of weird and cheap in a way because like technology wise, like the spore drive stuff where they could just jump from place to place like, why wouldn't they continue to develop that technology? You know, we've never seen that technology anywhere. Why is the why is the Star Trek Discovery such much bigger ship than the Enterprise? It's like, why are all these things like... The Enterprise is usually like the biggest ship in the fleet. It's like the flagship of the fleet. Why is the Discovery bigger than the Enterprise? I don't understand that totally. Um, so that was happening. And then just to tell how they they wrapped up the show with the, 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 the way they made it so that 
they kind of, you know, closed up any loopholes was by making it forbidden to talk about the things that happened, you know, <laughs> like, like, the, and so that's why they, they were sworn to secrecy to never talk about. That's why Spock never brought up the spore drive or his sister or anything like that in any other episode, any other place of the Star Trek universe is like, because they were sworn to secrecy and they, they ended up like pulling the discovery into the future is what happened is like they used this time travel technology to get into the future. And I guess somewhere in Klingons are control these time stones that I guess are manipulate time somehow. And I don't know, just kind of a little bit far fetched, uh, but they did it anyway. And it was whatever. And then, I mean, I was kind of uh, disappointed with how quickly, I mentioned this before already, how quickly they would solve stuff, how quickly they would get into their techno babble, they say, you know, like their that futuristic techno lingo they talk about, like, and, um, you know, let's just re, you know, invert the energy charge of the main thruster ion compatible situation, and then we'll be able to reverse the polarity of the, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's what we should do, let's do it, yeah, and it's like, they just jump right into those things really quickly, like, if there's a way to lead into, like, have a problem be actual problem for longer and they have to figure it out rather than just always being able to just instantly know the answer okay this is what we got to do it's like ah, it just didn't always make sense to me it was a little bit disappointing that way as far as the crew the cast goes i really enjoyed pretty much all the characters and the cast uh, the only characters i really had a problem with were the main michael burnham the Senequa Martin Green, I guess her name is. I really, at times, some of her dialogue, the way she delivered her dialogue, was like really breathy and like, oh, and like strained. It's like overly strained and overly like dramatic. It was like, oh my God. I was like, there was a moments where I was just like, uh, I wish I was watching it on the CBS app on my phone and they didn't have a skip forward feature. So I would just have to like watch through everything to, you know it was hard to skip i could i could scroll forward but it on my phone it was really hard to try to pull the the little like timeline without going too far and things like that so and they didn't have just like a 15 second skip ahead or anything like that so i had to kind of watch through sequences that i thought were terrible and then also michelle yao i really didn't enjoy her character mainly because of her character art was so confusing it's like she went from being main timeline um captain felipe or whatever and um she dies they go pick her alternate reality version of her up and she's like a tyrannical kill everybody person they bring her into this main timeline and then all of a sudden she starts to evolve into like this wise sage woman that knows uh, it's just made no sense whatsoever um, the, the best part about her character was the action sequences like all her fighting and stuff she did it was really pretty good it was like that was really good but so those are the two characters i really didn't like but i liked all the rest of them um there was one character that i was kind of disappointed about because i don't they don't have her in the cast list because she was just one she was like this robot like character she like was a human that had a cybernetic implants like her whole body was basically rebuilt i guess and um they had her only at only like the entire time i was like oh i hope they like 
feature her at some point in the show and they ended up featuring her but they also ended up killing her off in the same show they featured her so it was kind of a bummer one thing i also noticed is how female heavy this show seems in terms of how they which is great i've no i just it's just a, something i noticed there was very like much more female heavy characters than i've kind of used to with star trek or at least with like next generation and the obviously the original series but um so that was interesting um yeah and then i don't know i guess that's about it i guess they're making a series a third season what they're planning to do with it is a like what are they so they ended off with you know the enterprise going on its way spock kind of like transforms into the spock that we know he like shaves his beard and cuts his hair to match what it looked like in the original series and then they're kind of like on their way um and then discovery's like in the future so do they do they call the show discovery and and continue on with this version of the enterprise or do they call the show discovery and then continue on with the crew of discovery because of, they all decided to stay with that like originally in the story it was only going to be michael burnham's character that was that went to the future but they all decided to stay with her and so like the whole cast is like in the future it's kind of like a another version of the show voyage star trek voyager where they got shot into a different part of the galaxy and had to make their way back but this one's like they got shot into a different time like a timeline that's way in the future way ahead of where they are um so so it won't relate to the timeline of star trek at all and so is it just about this one particular crew going around in a future that's not their own or i don't or do they are they trying to eventually get back to their main timeline? Because then that would main, mess up the continuity of all that stuff, like that promise. That would mess up the continuity. They kind of have to stay in the future. They can never come back because of the continuity of the the prime timeline with Star Trek. So, or something. I don't know. I don't know. But interesting. If you haven't, if you've watched it, let me know what you think. Um, if you haven't, then you know, cool. Thanks for listening to this episode of Creative Mind Podcast. I'm the Zim, and I'll catch up with you again next time. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe, do all the stuff that you do with podcasts on wherever you're listening to it, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or all the other random podcast places you can find the podcast. Um, it's home. It starts at anchor.fm slash the Zim, T-H-E-Z-I-M. All there's a whole bunch of more information in the description of the podcast so you can find out more about me and the podcast and how to contact me and things like that. So till next time, be excellent to each other and be loving, kind and patient with each other. Peace.